Hi, this is Scott Powell, creator and teacher of History at Our House, the ultimate history resource for homeschoolers, providing ancient, European, American, and world history lectures to homeschoolers from 2nd to 12th grade. The following is a sample from the History at Our House program. For more information on History at Our House, please visit www.historyatourhouse.com. Enjoy. in history? Well, because on the one hand, it involves the largest empire that had existed in history up to that point. We have studied this growing Persian Empire. We saw how it swallowed up Mesopotamia and how it even conquered Egypt. So all of the great ancient civilizations were inside of it. It was becoming this massive thing. Uh, and so for the Greeks to go to war with it meant that the Greeks were going to war with the most powerful empire in the world. Now on the other, so that's one reason why it's important. It's a war that, was, uh, that involves the most powerful empire in the world at that time. But another reason why it's important is because it involves the Greeks. And what we've seen is that the Greeks are special. They were the first people to get rid of their monarchies and aristocracies and try to create new kinds of government. Try to create governments where they don't accept the idea that the government can just have power over them. Uh, and so, especially in Athens, what we saw was that the Greeks had created a democracy where they hoped that that might fix the problems of the government having the power over the people. They hoped that they could fix that by giving the people the power. That's kind of another way to think of democracy, is that, you know, people use this expression, power to the people. Uh, so what they mean is they don't want the government to have power over the people. They want the people to have power over the government. The problem is with that is the whole idea of power. The whole idea of people having power over each other. Uh, and so what the Greeks were going to learn is that even democracy is a big problem when you are on the receiving end of the power uh, that the government has and you can't fight it. Um, because in the case of democracy, it involves the majority of the people who are against you. So this, this is, uh, that's just kind of a flaw of democracy. But nonetheless, the Greeks were trying to come up with better kinds of government. And they're the first people ever to do that. And people in the future would learn a lot from them. And most importantly, the, uh, the founding fathers of the United States. So we are talking about the, uh, the, the largest and uh, most dangerous empire, and at the same time, this small group of city-states that were the first people to start fighting for freedom. So this is starting to become an important conflict here when we understand those things. Now what else? Well, what is so neat about the Greco-Persian Wars is on the one hand, we have this massive empire. I think I should share my desktop with you. Annalise has rejoined us. 
All right, so I'm going to share my desktop with you guys and remind you of this massive empire. Here it is. It's big, if not bigger, than the entire United States. We have this massive empire, and then over here, we have this tiny thing called Greece. And not only that, it's not even a country. What was Greece? Good question from the from our pre most recent test. Greece wasn't a country. What was it? Give you a hint. Here's one. Here's one. Here's another one. Here's another one. Here's another one. Here's another one. That's what it was. What was Greece, Joshua? Was it a city? A city state? It wasn't one city state. It was Sparta, Athens, Corinth, Megara, Elis, so on and so forth. It was a bunch of separate little tiny city states. That's why it drew those little blue pimples all over it. Okay, so uh, so that's what it was. It wasn't even really, I'm going to erase that circle because the circle doesn't represent Greece. That's Greece. Those little blue dots. So here is the amazing thing. Those little blue dots went to war with the big, huge green empire. And here is the second most amazing thing about that. The second most amazing thing about it is they won. How could Greece, which was a bunch of little separate city-states, how could they defeat the Persian Empire when Mesopotamia and Egypt, which were really ancient and powerful civilizations, when they couldn't do it? How is it possible that Greece could do it? And then, as I said, that's only the second most amazing thing. The most amazing thing is that after the Greeks defeated Persia, they conquered it. They didn't just stop Persia from conquering them. They didn't just beat them in a few battles and, and, and then Persia wasn't able to conquer them. Not only was Persia not able to conquer them, but they conquered Persia. So this whole thing became a Greek empire. Actually, the whole thing. Never mind that. Everything that you see in green became part of a Greek empire. Annalise, go ahead. Um, I wanted to answer the question. Okay, I guess I skipped through it a little bit too quickly, but you, you mean not anymore? What about, right. what about now? Not anymore? No, not oh. anymore. Okay, thank you. All right. So that is, that is what we are about to embark upon, the story of the war between these little Greek city-states and this massive empire, and how eventually, not only did they stop, did they prevent this empire from conquering them, but they eventually went on to actually conquer it. So one of the most amazing underdog stories in the whole history of the world, and uh, one of the most important that I can think of in all of history. All right, so let's get to it.